Hi everyone, it's Giselle and welcome to The World Through Our Eyes, a podcast where we will talk about recent news events and speak to Study Away students about their experiences. Recently, there has been a lot of talk about what President Donald Trump has planned to do in order to secure a second term in the White House. Part of his plan involved lawsuits claiming voter fraud and lately asking elected officials to overturn the will of the voters. This is obviously raising concerns as it is anti-democracy and in a sense taken out of a coup playbook. Trump has even threatened to have Republican leaders defeated in inner party elections if they do not do what he says. Many of these leaders, however, understand that in order to keep democracy, they need to count votes as they are and can't make any changes. Courts have also been dismissing cases as the Trump administration has no solid evidence of voter fraud. This is something that will be interesting to follow until the day of the electoral college voting and the inauguration. It will be interesting to see if Trump continues pushing the election fraud narrative or if he will finally accept the results of the election and concede. We hope for a peaceful transition of power, but only time will tell. Other news around the world includes the protest in Guatemala against a budget that was approved by Congress last Wednesday. Hundreds of the anti-government protesters in Guatemala vandalized and set fire to Congress building to show their disapproval of the budget. There are many life and death concerns in Guatemala at the moment, but the government seems to be more concerned with big infrastructure projects. People are concerned about the impacts of COVID-19 and how Guatemala will be able to bounce back while the government isn't giving any actual solutions. They claim that there have been major cuts in education and health spending during a time when they need it the most. If you remember a couple weeks ago, Guatemala was one of the countries that was affected by the tropical storm Eta and later hit by Iota. It has been affected by two storms already, and the government used what was going on as a distraction to pass the budget. Guatemala's vice president, Guillermo Castillo, opposes the budget and has openly said that both he and Mr. Quimiatei, the current president, should step down for the good of the country. The protesters also want the president to resign. Guatemala's past elections were affected by having candidates barred from running because of legal battles, candidates arrested, and some candidates killed, and other officials have received threats. In Guatemala's elections, if a candidate gets 50% of the votes, they become the president-elect. However, people have the option to vote for no one, and if 50% of the people do not vote for anyone, the election must be repeated. Guatemala is going through a lot at the moment. In California, a new curfew was imposed. It began on Saturday and is set to continue until December 21st. The curfew begins at 10 p.m. and ends at 5 a.m. This curfew was started in an effort to curve the surge of COVID-19 cases. The lockdowns we have seen in Europe began with the curfew, so we may be facing another lockdown in the U.S. soon enough. The U.S. is leading the world in COVID-19 cases and in COVID deaths. Something has to be done about it. It will be interesting to see if there will be a surge of cases after Thanksgiving. The CDC has urged people not to travel during Thanksgiving and to just stay home. However, we will see how many people actually choose to follow CDC guidelines. The lack of government leadership in response to COVID makes me think that it will not go away anytime soon. We may be living with COVID for years to come. It is crazy to think that because the U.S. cannot just go into lockdown, COVID-19 might just turn into something like the flu that we just live with. 
The current U.S. president and the president-elect are both against national lockdowns, but that is exactly what we need if we want to defeat COVID and stop the deaths. The U.S. needs to take this pandemic as seriously as some of the other countries have. A COVID vaccine has now been approved for testing. However, a lot of people don't trust it. A Gallup poll found that 58% of Americans say that they would get a COVID-19 vaccine, but many are concerned about the scientific integrity of the vaccine as vaccines normally take years to create. This vaccine was created in about a year, so I understand the worries. The experimental COVID vaccines are expected to be available by the end of the year. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, gave a briefing to try to settle concerns about the vaccine, informing the public that the speedy development of the vaccine did not affect its safety, nor did it compromise the scientific integrity. He claims that the scientific advantages now allow scientists to do work that would have taken years before and months now. The authorizers of the vaccine are conflicted on when to release it. Ideally, they would collect data from vaccines two years to see how it really works and if it has any side effects. However, that process will probably get pushed up as we are going through the pandemic right now. The vaccines were also made with messenger RNA. This new type of technology has not been used in vaccines before, so the scientists want more time to see if any of these side effects arise. They want more time to be more careful. To help with public trust, the public will have access to the trial data in early December. When the Vaccines and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee conducts its review on the vaccine, they hope that by viewing the process as well as what the scientists have to say about the vaccine, the public will trust the vaccine and be more open to receiving it. To be quite honest, I did not want to get the vaccine and I wanted to wait around another year to see what people would experience. After reading that we will have access to the trial data and we will get to see what other scientists think, I feel more open about getting the vaccine myself if there aren't any crazy side effects. So far, scientists say that the vaccine symptoms will be flu-like, including sore arms, muscle aches, and fever. These side effects could last a few days and would prevent people from going to work or school, which could be an issue for people who don't have paid sick leave or can't leave work. The vaccine would also be given in two doses, so people would experience the side effects twice. If someone has bad side effects, they may not want to go get the second dose, so the vaccine would not be effective. One out of 10 people that get the vaccine would still be vulnerable to COVID-19. This means that with the vaccine, we would still be required to socially distance and wear masks. The vaccine does not mean that COVID-19 is over. This is all I have for this week, but make sure to keep taking care of yourselves and washing your hands. Have a great week, and I will see you next time for The World Through Our Eyes.